she knows too well there's something going on. She's been neglected and she needs a friend. So her trembling fingers dial a telephone. Lord, it hurts her. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Henny Rogers. Oh, R.I.P. You know, I was going to sh- I was going to shout a.k.a. Blue Bubble Club, <laughs> but that might be inappropriate right now. You are, though. Hashtag. Blue Bubble Club now. Shout out to Trice. He is the last man standing who, for some reason, loves terrible technology. And I'm sure he's probably going to say that his phone can do much more things than ours can. But Lisa, you're part of the iPhone Club now, the boo, the boo, the blue bubble boys and girls. Yeah, it's so I think to celebrate that. Boo bubble girl. <laughs> and I think when I, I was texting everybody after I started putting my contacts in my phone, I texted Scott and he's like, you're part of the blue bubble gang now. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> uh, to, and- to celebrate this momentous occasion, Lisa, I'm going to have a celebratory drink and Ooh. a rest in peace drink to Kenny Rogers. Mm. Let's catch that crack. Excellent. I'm drinking New Belgium Voodoo Ranger American Haze because even in California, I can get a Colorado beer. Shout out to Lauren and anyone who... Oh, yeah. And Davey Honey Huntsberger. I uh, I am also going to partake in a beverage because where the fuck am I going today? Also, I wanted to say as I pour my shot of this four grain straight bourbon whiskey that you sent me from Law's Whiskey House... Uh, I'm also going to enjoy some, hold on, some Kenny Rogers roasters. So if you hear me licking my fingers like one Kramer, (laughs) then you know it's just in honor of our Kenny Rogers. Kenny. Kenny. Oh, my God. Okay, can I just say something? I thought about that yesterday. I didn't, it was before Kenny Rogers died. I was thinking about that episode and I was thinking about, what if our electricity goes off and I was like, oh, I'll be like Kramer, like just sitting there, like bouncing on my bed, like or on Seinfeld's bed and licking my fingers, <laughs> eating Kenny Rogers, just going, Kenny, Kenny. I had that whole thing in my head yesterday. And then last night I was going to bed. I'm like, wait, 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 Kenny, Ro- Kenny Rogers dead? Oh, my God. Did I make it happen? Am I psychic? <laughs> oh, my God. You better use this power for good. <laughs> No, it'll just be for thinking of Seinfeld things and somebody that's going to die next. All right. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Christina P. is a Warrior, and the Thursday show, Lock Down Your... Lock Down Your Calls. Cool. Lock Down Your Calls, The Quants Method for Perfect Sleep. But before we do, shout outs, Lil Rafi. This is the second day of mandatory quarantine, isolation, COVID-19 is on the rampage. It's our first remote podcast. I know when you moved to California, we sort of made a pact, not out loud, but it was there. It was an unwritten rule, an unwritten law, shall we say, that we're not going to be Skyping these shows. But you know what? COVID took over. So I've, it's, uh, I mean, I'm out of practice, but 
we've been doing this for however many years, so like we can get right back into it. Well, I was the one who insisted we record in person because we're in the same state. Because a couple of times you've been like, we could just Skype. I don't want you to drive. To-. And I'm like, no. I kn- I I'm get- and I'm you know what I. I agree with you. I think we have to do it in person if we can. But I felt bad for you having to drive all the way to my house or to my city every time because I'm like, this has to get on you for after a while. So it was just to make your life easier. But I do agree being in person is obviously way better. So I have lost my train of thought. But what I will say is that if you come to my neighborhood, you will see that no one gives a shit about a um, curfew or whatever the fuck curfew that's next well i i don't know if you heard about what's going on in mexico but they don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) they're like nope presidents like still kissing people doing all everything everything is business as usual not that you live in mexico you live in huntington but i was just i was just you know saying (laughs) Something that obviously if, if you took a look system. outside, you would be you would have uh, some trouble discerning whether this was Mexico okay, or not. Um, so, yeah, I would have gone down Orange County um, to do this in person, if not for the fact that you mentioned that your daughter gets sick very easily. And also, you know, Lisa, you're getting up there in age. And <gasps> from <what I> hear, <laughs> you should not be getting exposed to my germs. <laughs> my age is compromised. Well. I will talk a little bit more about a lot of the stuff with the Thursday show because that's pretty much all they talked about. But I wanted to know, how are you holding up? The last time we talked, well, the last time we did a show, it was two weeks ago. Little did I know we weren't going to be doing a show together. I took a week off. It's so sad because it's like, oh, man, like when's the next time we're going to have a show together? But the last time that we recorded, we kind of we're checking in on like how we feel about what's going on and a lot has changed in two weeks. And I'm wondering how you're dealing with isolation. You probably love it, but like, how are you passing your time? What's your, what's going on with you? I'm doing a wellness check. Like, how are you doing little rock? (laughs) I'm doing okay. Uh, The company I work for, we are, I guess, considered an essential business people still need their poisonous beverages so we have been working every day like normal and it's a little lighter than i would expect but still working every day getting all my hours in so that's every day has been normal do you have to come in contact with a lot of people that is the downside i have to deliver to grocery stores and 7-elevens and other businesses that are just teeming with germs i'm sure oh yeah um so not good for that but you know i don't care if i get it i will be fine yeah you will and that just means i get to have a couple of weeks off which is fine by me so after work i come home and i just stay in the apartment um i'm usually tired from work anyway so i just end up falling asleep on the couch when i should not be asleep yet and then uh, go back to work. So on the weekends, this is the first time I'm going to be like really locked down. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of freeing, actually, because normally on the weekend, if I stayed home, I'd be like, oh, man, I could be out there doing this or that. Right. Now you're like, well, you know, what you should yeah, do so you should go down the like... street and get yourself one of those get yourself one of those giant pinatas that they sell on the street. I mean, I saw some of the most amazing pinatas and just like have a fucking party. Let's let this just needs to start happening. We need to start celebrating. <laughs> Last weekend, actually. 
the fucking people across the street were having a fucking birthday party or something and they had a band Whoa. and I was just like of course of course they are this is goddamn Mexico why wouldn't well, they well I have to say there's so much stuff that we would have missed out on if this would have happened any any sooner like Sketchfest we would never have been able to go to that uh, the group recording we would have missed out on that and last weekend we had planned me and the neighbors had planned to do a brunch because Larry built this amazing table in his backyard and he's never had us out there. We always sit out in the garage. So I'm like, okay, how about if we have a brunch and we christen your back table and like whatever. And this had been ha- not that way, Larry. I'm Larry, <laughs> not that way, Robbie. No, did you hear me? Uh, come on. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And so we had had it planned for like a good long while. And then I thought as the day started getting closer, I thought, well, I sent a text to everyone like, oh, are we going to have to do this brunch remotely, like as a joke? And we all still did it. It was a potluck. So, I mean, we're bringing all of the germs from our own homes and like eating and drinking. And we drank all day. It went from Larry's house to our house to our other neighbor's house in the cul-de-sac. It was so much fun. And now this weekend, it would have been outlawed because it's more than 10 people. <laughs> but it also would have been very dangerous. Like it would have just been a really stupid idea. So like... Technically, we could all be, you know, carriers at this time. But anyway, I th- I just am thankful that we had the group recording, thankful that we were able to see Lauren and all of the people that came out, you know, like we would have missed it. I mean, that would have really fucking sucked. Yeah. And on the last episode, I mentioned that this was the weekend my sister was going to come oh, visit. Right. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday to oh. her. But um, that has been rescheduled for October. Uh, it just seems irresponsible to do stuff like that right now because I, I was looking at plane flights home and I was like, I could just fucking go home for the price of like a tank of gas True. right now. And it's maybe tempting, once like, like if your job slows down, maybe you just like go be with your family or whatever, but they might not have you. <laughs> um, I know my dad just built a house in Arizona. He moved from Texas to Arizona for the first. I mean, he hasn't moved out of state since 1987. So he built a house. We were going to go out there for spring break. And he's like, well, the house is ready. Guest bedroom's ready. But y'all aren't coming out here. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. So um, there's so much stuff that we are going to miss out on. I think about it's Johnny's birthday in a couple of weeks. And I thought, well, they don't usually have big parties anyway, but he's not having friends over. We're not going to our favorite Cuban restaurant for his or his favorite Cuban restaurant for his birthday. I don't know how it's going to be to be you know, an isolation birthday. It's going to be strange. But also Easter I was thinking about. And yesterday I ran out to Target because I thought, well, first of all, I'm going to go see if there's any more toilet paper on the shelves because the hoarders fucked it for all of us. But there wasn't. But then I thought, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen as far as these stores being open because it's Germ City. All the cashiers are doing the Lord's work, much like you are. Little Rafi, because I don't know if it's worth it to die for to like get sick. But I was thinking like I want to have as much normalcy around the house and to like make this fun. So I thought I'm just going to get a bunch of fucking Easter candy and at least still like my kids don't believe in the Easter bunny, but like why not make it fun and still do things like that? And I thought I don't want Easter to come around and be like, um, all right, guys, you guys are going to get some Tic Tacs and some leftover Halloween candy <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? So I wanted to like make that fun, but. Also, your birthday is coming up and you and I had an idea to go out to like have like a fancy dinner. I'm like, God damn it. You moved to California and now we can't even see each other and your birthday is going to come around. It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, we'll see. 
<clears throat> my birthday's at the end of April, so we'll see if anything has changed. But I was looking at Michelin-starred restaurants in California, and I was getting very excited. Mm. And I was, like, overwhelmed by how many choices there were. But uh, good thing I don't have to worry about that now. Oh. No, we're just going to have to, like, also, celebrate. We'll have to pick. A, it'll just be, like, one of the first things we do. I don't know. <laughs> also, I cut my hair, like, two weeks ago what? or so. What? And I was very excited for you to see me in person. Uh, and now it's just going to be as long as but... it was before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the time we're reunited in person, it'll be like to my shoulders. Reunited. Okay, so we'll have to have that song when that happens. I think one of the things that I was, when all of this stuff started happening, when it was still kind of like just in the silly stages where I'm like, people have gone nuts. They're buying toilet paper. They're buying water, which is stupid still, I believe. Uh, I think it's selfish and careless is what it is. And I would almost rather be exposed to someone who has a virus than to know I have a friend that hoarded toilet paper. But that being said, I was also thinking about like how stupid people are going to be like, who's going to be the first kid named COVID? Who's going to get the tattoo? Halloween costumes, all of the nonsense that's going to come out of this that just can't wait for all of that. If you're running low on toilet paper, stock up on corn. You cook yourself some delicious corn, save those cobs. You know what to okay, do, Lisa. First of all, You're I don't have yourself. a crusty butt, just so you know. <laughs> I know what to do with those cobs. Yeah, I have a corn cob pipe sitting right next to me. Maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> I sit on the porch. So Ooh, now's a good time to buy a bidet from Amazon like um we were talking about mm, last week. Yeah. You haven't but you haven't heard that. I episode, have not heard so it, but I- oh, or, wait, we we haven't done shout-outs yet. I we have shout-outs, but go on. <laughs> no, I, I we'll talk more about all of this. But yeah, I guess uh, let's do some shout-outs. I've got a bunch because I kind of saved mine up for two weeks, even though it's a lot of the same people, but fuck it. Uh, do you have any shout-outs, Rafi? Yes, to make mine's quick, shout-out to you, Lisa, because you finally have an iPhone. You know what it's like to live in a civilized <laughs> land now, except for the world around us is burning, so... <laughs> So it's enjoy it while you lived. can. Shout out to Delaney Andrews for being on last week. I did a terrible job of the production of that episode and it was like very distorted, but I replaced the file on SoundCloud. Hopefully it gets to iTunes uh, sometime soon. So if you haven't, or like you stopped after two minutes because you couldn't stand it, go back and listen to that episode on SoundCloud. She is one of us and she is awesome. Also, shout out to Lauren and Jen and Leanne. Leanne wrote a very nice post on Facebook about Kenny Rogers. Go and read that. And that is all. All right. Well, my shout outs are to Brittany. Oh, excuse me. I just took a <clears throat> sip. To Brittany and to all of the members of the TNC, we decided in these trying times, we are going to get the band back together, the club back together is going to we're going to do a little group chat on monday maybe play some board games uh it's not going to be everybody but at least uh we're going to get back to i'm like let's turn some of this stuff into something positive so we're going to do a little thing like that so shout out to Brittany, robert and heather who will be joining and hopefully we'll get a couple of the other members to join in uh also shout out to heather and mimosa (laughs) um (laughs) I got to meet Lisa's friend a couple of weeks ago. Can you imagine if the virus had come oh at that time? I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten to see you in your natural oh element, Heather in her natural element. 
Also, how are you guys going to play board games if you're all well, separated? Well, this is the idea is there's this one game we used to play is called Imagine If. And I don't know. I guess what we'll do is probably everyone will just, I don't really know how that's going to work. But we were talking about just kind of winging it. I don't know. I know Brittany has the game and I do too. So it'd be nice if we get someone to put all the cards in the right order, in the same order as everybody. And then like, which maybe we could just do ourselves and then we just pick cards and move around the board and, or maybe one person's a mediator and just reads the questions. I don't know. There's going to be beverages involved, obviously. (laughs) It'll just be fun to like chat and like, we used to get together every Tuesday. So it was like, it'd be so fun to just get that back together again because with everybody all over the place or just busy it just hasn't happened but but more of that will come up in a minute uh shout out to you Lil Rafi for covering last week and I can't wait to listen also shout out to Delaney for being some fresh meat and being on the show and also can't wait I can't wait to listen I, it's always nice to have new people shout out to Sandra aka Z Mary Jane aka Sadie Rose she sent me the most beautiful bouquet of flowers as a thank you for opening up our home to everybody. And by the way, our is not yours and mine. <laughs> you know, what a nice surprise to get a bouquet of flowers. And I forgot what day she sent them. It's been a while, but they're still up. They're just about ready to come down. They lasted forever. And it was just like a nice, nice little ray of sunshine to look at every day. But also Lauren Kelly, she sent me some socks and they are so cute and comfortable and they have beats all over them because she said as a host and a friend, I can't be beat. And I was like, ah, I felt I was I was going to send back a text to her that said, because I'm the whiz and nobody beats me. But I realized that we would have been lost. on her. <laughs> But I had a good laugh in my head thinking, over it. I was thinking that you should just. Send her a signed photo of you that says nothing's funnier <laughs> than being in your diner. <laughs> I'm really impressed. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Joanna, who was like, hey, guys, I can finally be on the show. I'm going to make a like I, there's two days in March that I can come join you guys. Like, let's make this happen. It's been however long. And then the COVID came along. And uh, so that's not happening. But maybe we can do Skype with her at some point. I know today it was just going to be you and I because, like, I can't deal with trying to, like, deal with somebody else's internet at the moment and, like, all of that stuff. Like, the stuff that Allison's going through right now because it's it's tough and I just wanted to, like, get a show out and then uh, reconfigure everything, I guess. Maybe get – obviously now it'll be easier to get more people on the show. <laughs> also, shout out to – let's see. Okay. I have Sandra again because she listens and liked both shows to Leanne for many reasons, to Delaney again, Ulysses, Tamara a bunch of times, always supporting the show, retweeting, all that stuff. Ray Morgan, JKJ Party Animals, Scott Marquez, superfan Megan Parkansky, I fucking miss you. And I know she was talking about having a little like housewarming in the next couple of weeks, and that's obviously not probably going to happen, and that really sucks. Also, Tim Ortez. What? I said, speak for yourself, because quarantine or not, I'll be in <laughs> NoHo eating up their chips and dip or whatever the fuck. And, You'll be double uh, dipping all home. night long. <laughs> Ew, that sounded... What? <laughs> okay. Um, also, shout out to Tim Ortez. Uh, he... Put, he posted a message on our show from two weeks ago, the show that we, the last show that we did together. The picture was of you and I having mimosas, and he's like, "I've pictured this how is how it looks every time you guys are recording, except for in a car." And I thought that was really funny, and then it made me really sad because I was like, 
Oh, look how happy we were not knowing that this is going to be the last time we're cheersing mimosas <laughs> for a while. So I have a Trader Joe's gift card thanks to Ooh. you and Dr. Jen for from my housewarming. They have and the best Prosecco I, there. And Megan. It's cheap. <laughs> and I have been wanting to go get I what I thought I was going to do is go get a bunch of bottles of Prosecco for when my sister came and we could have mimosas for breakfast. Mm. And and now I'm too scared to go to a Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah, I have to wait in line. Um, yeah. So well, their their brave. prosecco is five ninety nine. It's gone up a dollar in the past couple of years, but it's the best. It is like it's so good by itself, and it's good mixed. I have one bottle, and we're having it tomorrow for breakfast because we have so many oranges on our trees that I'm like, eh, if you have a bunch of oranges, then make mimosas. I guess. If life gives you oranges, give you make mimosas. I don't know. That's, I guess, my own tagline. If I was a real housewife, what is happening? Oh, right. Shout outs. Also, another shout out to Brittany, to Kelly Lundquist, Nina Hartley, to Lee Bruns, Claire Brockelman, Robin Kern, to, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't mentioned Dr. Jen yet, to Dr. Jen for always, I mean, it's fun group texting with her. I Hopefully, she'll get to be on soon because I miss talking to her. Uh, also, another shout out to Dr. Nope. I said Dr. Lauren. Fuck. All right. I'm going back to my coffee. <laughs> shout out to Lauren. To Trice for the nice notes on our episode two weeks ago, because that's always fun to like hear a little feedback. And to Toby. Let's see. Oh, last shout out to the one and only Allison Rosen. I know this is a struggle for her to deal with all this stuff. And I'm just excited that we're going to get JKJ and Al and once she gets the hang of it, I think she'll realize that it would be nice to have other people that can't always be in studio. She can mix it up a little bit. And uh, I'm excited about that. But also, she did something that like I never, I don't think she's ever done before. I commented on somebody else's tweet and she liked my comment. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but it's just nice that she's like, that was a good tweet. <laughs> It felt like a pat on the back from Allison. Who did you? So Paul on? Russ sent out a tweet about he's walking the streets with a harp playing Blink 182 songs or something. And I commented on his post and she liked my comment. I'm like, you know, she doesn't have to do that. And it's nice to get acknowledged. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, this is going to go back to like many months ago, but maybe we're going to really reminisce because we are together for Christmas. There was a gift that you gave me that I never really gave it its due. And now that I'm quarantined, I feel like I could actually like really burn through some of these books that I claim to love to read. But you gave me a mm -hmm. book. It was a you also gave Dr. Jen a book. Uh, it was a romance novel. And you <laughs> wrote the description on the a Hello, My Name is tag and put it on the. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, is that? Oh, sorry. Oh, hold the phone. A blind date with a book <laughs> is a thing. You go to a bookstore. They have books that are like gift wrapped. And oh. it has a description of the book. I did not write the book, the description. If, if you could see the handwriting, you would know it was not it mine. Mine looks, looks like yours. Serial this looks like yours, though. Zodiac killer-esque, maybe. That's why even. I thought it was yours, because it looked like serial killer-esque. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these okay. are just a, well, bl a blind date with a romance novel or blind date with a book. I love this. So okay. I was staying with megan and down the street from where she lived in culver city was a store called the ripped bodice problem which is a romance novel type store and they have other things candles tea 
I got Dr. Jen her gifts from there as well. And I got you (laughs) one book as well as her so it's not like i was like you know what these broads romance no i knew i I was just like this is kind of funny and it's down the street and that's the kind of effort i put well i thought it was funny for that respect because it is funny but then the wrapping i cut out the label both of the labels that were on the wrapping because i just first of all it's going to be art in my shed but the tag that was on the on the wrapped blind book was hello my name is and this is the description of the book newspaper man falls for a woman with a past he has to choose between love and a juicy story but also there was a sticker below it that i felt like really described me and i cut it out because it says i am pre-loved aka used (laughs) i was like i need to cut this out and like talk about it and and tell them thank you because i that was just like an added like bonus of funny and i so i was cleaning out my shed and i'm like oh right i never mentioned that so that i thought that was uh kind of awesome (laughs) at first when you said i am pre-loved i was like oh and then you said aka used (laughs) So that's obviously going to be framed or just pinned up on my wall. Also, I found the pins. Lisa pre-loved Lori. <laughs> I found some pins that I got from like the group recording that you brought me. Uh, so the Seinfeld ones, I put those into nice. the drywall, the wall, and then the blue rose pin. So those are up now. But okay, really, I don't care if we go long on the show because I feel like people need content in these hard times, these trying times. So you may have to go somewhere. But we're talking, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, I finished my beer like Do you 10 need a minutes refresher? ago, and I think I need to pace myself. But it's time for uh, beer number two, so uh, go on while I walk to the okay. fridge, if my mic cord will go that long. <laughs> That's what he calls his... All right. <laughs> oh, Damn it, I should have waited for you to walk away a lot. <laughs> Dragging the Zoom. Here we go. Here we, I'm in <laughs> He's the kitchen. His Zoom, guys. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Things get lonely. Hopefully, that bottle of lube got came to <laughs> came to your house before all this happened because Amazon's backed up. Let me tell you. Uh, can I just say, stop buying bottled water, you maniacs! It comes out of your fucking I know. faucet. It comes out, comes out of my fridge and L- my faucet. Lube. And by the way, what, if that gets shut down somehow, the water company shuts down, which could happen. There are called there are things called uh, filters, life straws. Uh, you can go out to uh, what are they called? Creeks, lake beds, filters in your straw. I believe it's pronounced a uh, crick. <laughs> Maybe out your way. That makes no sense because I don't know what creek is in Spanish. <laughs> oh. It's creek o. Crico? Do you have to roll the R? <laughs> okay. No. Would I? Okay. So my friend, you met my friend Lupe, and. He was telling me, oh, yeah, we were, we were in Vegas, and he was talking about the Spanish word for, for enemy is an amigo, and I died. I was like, no, it's not. You're fucking with me. And then I'm like, what is, like, a bad guy, a baddie guy <laughs> So he just, like, kept making up words. I'm like, that is totally not it. That's like my mom trying to speak to, like, the gardeners when I was growing up. Where I'm like, I don't know if you're saying the words right, but you're just like changing it a tiny bit with like a little, like now I don't even, when I heard that garaje was actually a thing, I was like, oh, my mom was right this whole time. 
I thought she was just being white. <laughs> um, Lisa, I'm curious. Do you know the roots of uh, the English language? Yeah, it's a uh, ro- Roman romance. Spanish, you uh-huh. know, the conquerors of this great land that you call uh, Mexico and uh, U.S. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? Canada. <laughs> and uh, so, so thanks for spreading your seed, be... Spain. Because now most of us speak words Spanish. Why would not be similar or related? Uh, well, because it just sounded so dumb. But like, I know it's going to sound somewhat alike. A lot of things are similar, like French and Italian and Spanish and English, especially those three, the Romance languages, they all have a lot of similarities. So like now I know more French. So like it's when someone says something in Spanish, I'm like, I can kind of understand, even though living here, come on. I just can't speak it. I understand it more. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying mm. anymore. Did you get your fucking beer? Do we need to catch a crack? What's crack? What's uh, crack in Spanish? Crackio? I already, <laughs> I already caught the crack. What? I already caught the crack like... Oh, two minutes oh, when ago. I'm rambling on and on. But I just was, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, that just doesn't sound right. But then why isn't Betty Guy? <laughs> <laughs> imagine, Batty imagine Gaia. if you can, a drunk Lisa and one Guadalupe, uh, Luis Guadalupe trying to tell me like Spanish words to me and like, no, it's not, you idiot. This, this sounds like a Trump thought. He's like, <laughs> we've got some bad hombres we gotta build that wall and he's we got some baddie guyos some baddie guyos some I, amigos i but now like i get it but when i first heard it, i was like no you're fucking with me i just thought he was trying to fuck with me that's like i posted for for a carb a few weeks ago i posted filet of fish because it is my favorite thing at mcdonald's and i know it's allison's too but it was just random and whoa, whoa. and <laughs> lord's allison like you, likes you the filet of no, fish no, no. Minus the cheese, filet of fish with a spray is fucking amazing. But Allison likes the filet. I know fish? she's like it's one of my favorite things from McDonald's, and I'm like, it sounds so horrible when she said it, but I'm like, it actually is mine too. But like, I would never tell anybody, but then I did. <laughs> I've so I eat tons of garbage. I've never had a fish sandwich from any fast food establishment Most because of them I have respect for myself. I don't because if I'm at McDonald's, clearly lack of respect. But filet of fish is really delicious. But with a slice of cheese, it's bleh, it's gross. So I get it with no cheese, and it's amazing. All these other places, I've tried it at other places just because I'm like, I'll give it a shot. But like Jack in the Box one is fucking horrific. The newest one from Arby's, I'm like, you just don't want people to come to your store, do you? The better, ch- what are they called? The fish and cheddars. Oh, it looks like um no they have so arby's is like going crazy they have like some new meat that i don't remember what it is but it's like not a common meat that you would normally get like ostrich or something or like bison (laughs) you're like george you want to have an ostrich burger (laughs) and i want to date somebody really tall (laughs) Like six foot. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to look it up, so uh, I'll let you know if I find it. Okay, that just sounds weird, and I don't know. Maybe it's just where you live, <laughs> like a monkey. A monkey? I don't know. You know how people go for those wild like. When I used to be vegan, I was like really into animal rights, and I all of the videos that I had to see they really stick with you. And the people sitting down to dinner to eat monkey brains was one of them. <laughs> 
where was this? Uh, I don't Some other country. But people go for that exotic shit, you know? And by the way, the way they served it, it was not your standard issue. It wasn't like what you would have, you know, see it like a taqueria or something. It was interesting and sad. But, right. So, the next thing, before we talk about Monday. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, is I had some call outs. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm calling out myself and I'm calling out. You know what? Let me start at the top. I'm going to call out COVID-19 for fucking us. I'm calling out the TP hoarders and the water buyers for putting fear into the world and making things crazy and making me turn crazy. But even more, I like to call out myself because the last time that you and I were together. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. I know people sometimes eat during this. So I'm not going to go into like great detail. And like also to protect the... The lives of the people that did not sign off on this. But you were our hero. You came all the way out. First of all, you came all the way out the day before to record to my city. Then you come all the way out to Santa Ana to go see my friend's band. I'm like, yeah, you should totally come. It's cash. It's going to be fun. My friend and I went to brunch first. She was late as per usual. And as I was sitting there for 45 minutes drinking two mimosas, I thought, I'll be fine. I'm going to eat food. The lady at the table next to me proceeded to throw up all over the table um, a real brunch refund and I was like look at this amateur my friend got there right as they were cleaning it up I'm like don't turn around and she did and then she sat down I'm like don't order oatmeal and then so <laughs> then we proceeded to the show and I now imagine it was just me and right and one other right but imagine if it was all of us Rafi imagine all of us <laughs> that was not the most normal occurrence, but like, I felt like, is Ruffy ever going to talk to me again? You fucking saved the day. And I'm like, I don't know what we would have done without you. Like, just be stranded and like, t- totally fucked. I never saw so much bar for, you know, all my life. I, I was like, wow. Like you said before, if the COVID thing happened or like the lockdown happened anytime before, we would not have been able to enjoy that wonderful Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I felt pretty bad about that. I do have to say, she's a pro, though. Uh, I mean, she, she's a pro at, at that. <laughs> she did a next-level maneuver, which, when I'm that drunk, I have never thought to do to vomit into a right. cup. Um, it's it's very thoughtful well, to do it that way. And so many cups were filled, and I'm like, you are... Like, some, a lot of people didn't even know like what was going on, because she was so good at like hiding it. And I'm like, well... Here we go. I mean, the most pro thing that she did was take my glass, dump it out on the table, and use that. I'm like, you are resourceful. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. you got us um, home safe and sound, and I felt fucking awful about all of it. And I'm like, so that's how we're going out on this uh, friendship. <laughs> the last time I see you, I, just, I totally like, fuck it, fuck it. I did what any person would do, and being... Like like I told someone, I was like, normally I'm the one who's being babysat by sober people. Right. And so it was only right that it was my turn to return the favor to someone. So don't feel bad at all. Uh, we've all been there. True. And I found the Arby's venison sandwich. Oh. Um, I, it was a limited thing. Honestly, I don't think it's real. But um, <laughs> yeah, probably fake. you can get that or not anymore. Okay. Well, darn. <laughs> 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 just missed it. Um, have you ever had venison? I have. 
no yeah it's not great it's gaming i think so we live well when we lived in texas our next door neighbors were big hunters so we got we got given some of that and it was like oh thanks <laughs> cool yeah it it just seems like it's a joe rogan collab yeah, like they're cool. like hey joe make a menu item for arby's and he's like venison <laughs> It's like Snoop Dogg and his collab with uh, the donut place where I'm like, that adds up. <laughs> okay. Um, what was it again? The plant-based sausage sandwich or whatever. Mm, mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. but if I, when watching like the commercial, I'm like, if Snoop Dogg offered me a plant-based sandwich, I'd be like, so I'm getting stoned then? Like, is this an edible, edible <laughs> sandwich? Yeah. I think the Doughboy said it was like the Luther, but with... What's the Luther sandwich? No idea. Luther Vandross did a sandwich? I don't know. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Doughboys, Lisa. <laughs> no, we're here to do call-outs, shout-outs, talk about fucking viruses. I was thinking we needed to go out to Corona and have some Coronas. That was my thing. I'm like, but maybe no bars are open anymore, so we might just have to have... I think, like, first of all, how stupid people are with the Corona thing, like, thinking that it's going to give you the virus and they're not going to drink... And I thought Corona beer really needs to like get in on this and just like go like, you know, the Corona commercials makes you want to drink a beer, right? Whatever. It's not the best beer, but they really need to like ride this and like use it for their good. Like make a commercial of like, I don't even know, making fun of it or like they could really use it for something, I think. To quote a wise man, you can have any beer in the house as long as it's Corona. The Luther Burger, or Donut Burger, is a hamburger or cheeseburger with one or more glazed donuts in place of the bun. Gross. According to legend, Burger was named for and was a favorite of singer, songwriter, and record producer Luther Vandross. And a house is not a home when the two of us are far apart. I think the first time I ever saw this monstrosity of a sandwich was Paula Dean making it on one of her gross shows. And I was like, okay, we've gone too far. This is not going to be good. These are two ta- flavors fighting each other and not in, it, like, not in a good way. I know KFC has their donut and chicken sandwich, which I, that actually sounds okay. I would try it. I would to have it once. But like, other than that, meh. So I don't know who came first, Paula or Luther, but that's problematic. Clearly, Luther. Well, we could do Paula the math. Paula Dean I mean. is... It was back when she still had a show. Oh, I didn't mean... If it was called the Luther, mm. then, I mean, I no. feel like... If it was called the it was Paula not. Dean... It was just called, I'm slapping a bunch story. of shit together as with <laughs> as much fat and calories and sugar as possible. This is like before she came out with her diabetes and all. I like how I say come out, like, you came clean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's enough of all of that because I think it's time to talk about our shows, all right? All right. <laughs> Should we talk about Monday? Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, I did not finish the shot. I've, I've been sipping it like a lady. Monday's show, Christina P. was on. And at the top of the show, Allison talked to Tony uh, Rigatoni. And he was talking about one of the things he's been doing to pass the time is watching TV, which we're all doing. And he's been watching 80s wrestling. And I thought, that is precious. I almost might do that just to relive my childhood because my brother and I used to watch 80s wrestling and we'd be like on my parents bed like reenacting all of the moves and just like just fucking around and just watching like the Iron Sheik and like what like Diamond I don't know I don't know all the names anymore but like it was I'm probably the who are the fucking Canadian guys that I that I call Gracie 
the uh fuck damn it i'm bad with names as you know but i i feel like i know who are you're we called grace about. that all the time because uh, she walked like them when she would first started walking so we're like you're uh, god damn it it's gonna come to me out of nowhere yeah, you told me this and i can't remember. i know i'm gonna yell it like in the middle of nothing but and here comes the irrepressible unpredictable bushwhackers break up the straitjacket they're here Anyway, I think that's precious. Uh, also, they talked about Glow, which I have never watched. I don't know if I would, but like maybe now is the time to like. I am watching some shows right now that like I wouldn't normally, but they're just as filler. So that might be something to start and see if I like it or not um, for fun. Yeah, as a child, I loved me some wrestling. I would not watch it now. I don't care for it. It's. Uh... I think just because I don't know what's going on, it's hard to get into, much like this show. <laughs> Our show, right. not Allison's. So, yeah. Well, whatever. Good for Tony. This reminded me of two more shout outs that I forgot, and that is Tony, because he sent out a tweet like, how's everybody doing type of thing, uh, especially like people that are depressed. And I thought that was really nice and sweet for him to just kind of like put that, put the vibe out because it like lifted my spirit to like just see that and respond and see other people's responses it's like we are really all together through all of this which is like kind of crazy because a lot of the things that happen in the world happen only to certain people and this is just happening to everybody and so it's nice to kind of feel connected when you're so disconnected and also a shout out to bruised by dawn who i know we like went what we talked 45 minutes not about allison's show and he said that's what he comes for for the the chatter and i think that's nice (laughs) Because we got lots of it. <laughs> okay. Dear yeah. God. Uh, so also, I-, I loved Christina being on. I like her openness and her like just diarrhea of the mouth. Like I like a person like that that's just open and doesn't give a fuck about like what people think of them. And not in the way of being an asshole, but in the way of like, I'm just going to be open and honest and this-, and this is me. Because I think that's it's just more authentic. And maybe she has a slight case of Tourette's. But I like person like that and i think she and allison together kind of it was another like pairing where it sounded like they were just a couple of friends chatting and i really enjoyed that christina much like greg fitzsimmons um has an effect on allison where their dirtiness like kind of brings a different uh side of allison out which is good for the most part but I've noticed that Christina and Greg Fitzsimmons have that effect That's on Allison. That's true. And you're kind of like that with me. <gasps> I feel like when I host the show alone, I'm like, I'm not going to make <laughs> jokes. I'm just trying to, you know, just trying to let people discuss the show. And I don't make nearly the same dumb jokes. And actually, funny, I was just listening to an old BFF episode for something that I can't oh, talk God. about yet, but who oh. was it? Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Hey, edit that out. Unless I remember hey, what yo, the fuck I was going to go for. <laughs> Sorry. You just became Tony Jabroni. All right. <laughs> Tony that's Jabroni. What, that's what, when my, what? I, Mike calls everyone named Tony, Tony. Well, anyone that's Italian, he's like, Hey, Jabroni, you know, not anyone that's Italian. Like, he had this friend, and anyone named Tony, he's like, so they're Tony Jabroni? Is that their name? I'm like, I don't think so. So when I was talking about Tony's nickname, I'm like, I'm not going to 
suggested because that's a me and my husband thing. So we're really like, huh? Uh, okay. So they went into just a lot of pregnancy stuff, giving birth stuff mostly and postpartum and being on Lexapro and meaty vaginas. And I think like after I had the kids, I, uh, I always thought like depression and I guess pretty much any disease is like for to be diagnosed with anything, you have to be rich. So like, I never got, whenever someone was diagnosed, I'm like, man, they must be really rich <laughs> because I, I never knew I had stuff. Like looking back, I had postpartum depression so bad and it does manifest it, itself in so many different ways. It's never like what you see in movies or like whatever. And maybe everybody's experience is different, but I never had it the way that Allison explained hers, but I definitely had it more, I think, like Christina, maybe, or like, I had my own shit. I would just drive around crying. And I'm like, this is totally normal. <laughs> and like, just, just the stuff that like, the way you feel is like you're just, you just feel really alone. And you feel like, when you see those commercials with like the dark cloud over you, like, that's how I felt. But I felt like I was more like in a closed room that was dark by myself and like i remember screaming into like pillows because i don't want to like wake up the kids while they're sleeping <laughs> like it was pretty rough for a while and i had kids back to back so my body did not go back my hormones were just all over the place and something i learned from a show that i am watching that i probably normally wouldn't have watched um that men can get this too and i was shocked by that because i thought it was a hormonal thing but um apparently there's men men's postpartum as well um, so buckle the up. only depression I get is post fartum. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are the kind of things I would not say if I were hosting and had a nice person on like Delaney. Right, because number one, they'd be like, would you have to worry like, are they going to laugh? Are they going to get me? Or am I going to offend? Or are they going to be like, why did I do this show? <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be crickets. And then I'm going to be like, Ugh. And then I'm such an Ooh, asshole. I'm great. fucking snorting um, my ass off. <laughs> and like getting, um, what's the word? Dizzy? Yeah. Okay. I need to breathe. But the, the maybe I should open the door to the show. It's getting a little warm. <laughs> I am podcasting, by the way. I put my bangs over to the side because I'm like, fuck it. No one's going to see me like because it it's a whole ecosystem on, on my forehead when my bangs are down. And then I'm in my bathroom, still in my PJs. I'm like, this is like Allison really could embrace sweatpants o'clock because it, it's a thing. Also, she should start drinking. But <gasps> I yeah. um, dare I say you have your wait, you have your bangs to the side. I don't even know what that like, means. Like they're just swept exactly. to the side because it gets hot underneath my bangs if. If if like in the summertime, sometimes like if I'm just sitting at home, I'll like push them over to the sex. I'm like, I am not doing this. Should we turn on video no, for a I sex so we can see earlier, each other's I'm like, should new I share hairdos? this with Laura? <laughs> oh my god, should I? I the answer is yes. <laughs> should I send you the picture? Are we going no? Are we going video? I don't know about that because the camera is like to the <laughs> down and to the left, down and to the left. Okay, even though I think inside is <laughs> down and to the right, but whatever. All right. Also, Christina was talking about living, living your own, like deciding if she's living her own truth or if it's, if she's living the opinion of someone else's truth, just being raised by someone that tells you things and then realizing when you're an adult, like, is that my own opinion or is it because my parents like 
beat that into my head that that's the truth and, and like navigating like the world as an adult and having your own thoughts and feelings and trying to figure out what's true and what's not like that is kind of a crazy balance I definitely once I had kids was like what the fuck were my parents thinking but then there's a lot of times where I'm like god I like appreciate them so much more because like it's it's fucking hard and like I can't imagine some of the stuff that my mom was going through at the time at the age she was and all the different things that she went through like as I was growing up and getting old and becoming an adult and well becoming because hasn't happened yet but I was like shit she had three kids by the age of 24 like I was thinking about what I was doing at 24 and like uh let's see blackout drunk pretty much every night <laughs> no I'm just kidding she probably was too and just like the different things like she got a divorce at the age of 30 and like so when I was 30 I was thinking about that and actually when she was like 35 she had her brain tumor and I was like holy shit she was going through that at that so like you appreciate things and you don't hold them to as much but then there are some things where i'm like seriously guys <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking so like it's good to learn from i have a lot of friends that kind of just repeated the faults of their parents like they would complain about my mom did that my dad did this and then when they had kids i'm like so you're doing all the same stuff because that's all you know or how about just do the opposite so you can just break the cycle of stupidity i don't know what, how, what kind of dad are you gonna be <laughs> Uh, the non-existent kind. Oh, so you're going to be like my dad? <laughs> well, oh no, I'll be there, but once the kid is born, I'm going to off myself. Oh, and... <laughs> His birthday is my death day. Oh, wow. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> well. His or hers, or hers, it could be a she. Okay. Or a they. Or a they. Not judging. Okay, so they were talking about podcasting. Oops. Kind of, kind of similar to what we're saying, but podcasting is like a filterless medium and that maybe cable TV is dead, which I think it's been for a while. And obviously with all the, the streaming content out there, like we have an overload of so many good shows and so many good things. But I think the reason why we are all drawn to podcasting and not listening to the radio is because people can be more honest and not filter themselves. And it's more real. I mean, come on. We say the C word in real life. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you feel about podcasting um, and not having a filter? Well, just when you're recording with me, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Podcasting is weird. We, I don't think I'm me on here, but I also don't think I'm not oh. me. So it's, it's hard Can to I say. Can I ask you a question? Like, I, you've seen me, like, I usually don't get too drunk around you. Like, we, I get pretty, like, buzzed. But the last time we were together, like... How was it really seeing me like that? Because I don't remember some of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just you apologizing for being drunk. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't care. Like, this is fine. <laughs> what because is so weird that is that, like, I remember hitting the wall before you guys. I don't think you ever did. And you guys were like, how about some water? I remember that. And I was like, drinking water, drinking water. And then all of a sudden, I <laughs> hit the wall like head-on fucking collision and then i was trying to take care of her and i'm like okay now i feel like i'm sober ish but oh my god okay so i was just apologizing for being drunk yeah and if you see the videos i took of lisa and heather dancing which you won't see them unless it's in person because i'm not gonna post them anywhere (laughs) um, you'll see that uh lisa was really out there and loving every minute of it (laughs) was there a little kicks i that's how i picture i dance a lot (laughs) It wasn't too far from that. Was my shirt on? 
<laughs> you had your shirt and your uh, Pendleton on, so okay. yeah. Good. I know Cowboy Daddy was representing. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Let's see. All right. So they did JMOs, which is nice. JMOs are back, and the JMO that spoke to me was the country music one because number one, it went into a lot of talk about hatred of country, but then it went into the hatred of modern country, which uh, amen, obviously, but. Also, I've never been in a waiting room where they're playing country music. It's usually Muzak or or whatever, like, the crap that, like, is on Kiss FM. Like, whatever the kids are listening to. Like, that kind of, like, the stuff that Christina was, like, uh, sound like it was a made-up song, but it was actually Justin Bieber. I was, I was, like, cool. I could use some good country music for this. And then Kenny Rogers up and died on us. And you know what? We'll have to find a nice Kenny Rogers song because he cut, he makes the cut. Did you have any JMOs that spoke? Oh my God, my voice is crying. <clears throat> Did you have any JMOs that spoke to you at all? I forgot what they were and I forgot to pick one, but this one is a great one to talk about. Leanne knows, I know, that even to this day, there is good modern country music. True, okay. But it's, it's just... If you're listening to the radio, hmm. you're gonna hear stupid shit. So don't listen to the fucking radio. Preach. What they're having, what they have on in the fucking waiting room is gonna be whatever station. But yeah, like normally if I'm in a waiting room, it's like adult contempo or something. <laughs> like I'm getting ready to run a marathon. Um, <laughs> I, I don't care for most modern country but you gotta find the people who are doing the kind of music you like you can't just write off a complete genre i agree because what is on the radio and i do I, but I, I talking to leanne sh if people want to hear good modern country just ask leanne she will steer you in the correct direction <laughs> yes i hate when you are talking with someone and you're talking about the kind of music you like and they inevitably will say I like a little bit of everything except country. Yeah. And it's like, you're fucking stupid is what you are. If Amen. you're saying that to me, <laughs> how dare you come at me with those stupid words coming out of your mouth, lady. <laughs> I'm thinking of one specific person. Oh. Like, a fucking good songwriting is good songwriting. It doesn't matter if they're fucking playing a fucking lap steel or a fiddle or if they're playing a goddamn a fucking uh what's a non-country instrument a fucking saxophone Keyboard. like if it's fucking oh. <laughs> good music it's good don't go writing off a whole genre because you're too dumb to listen to the music you know what music does suck 90s white guy music like uh, i don't uh, want to hear rem okay. or fucking oh, okay. grunge can suck oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. i'm peeping you reggae out. cool your reggae fucking, shit. fucking sucks I can get agree the fuck with that, out but of that dumbass bullshit. Can I tell you something? But country, Brittany, who's got a problem with country? Dumb Brittany people. Brittany opened me up on. to reggae that's actually good, and I was Not like, "Reggae's fucking sucks. It's stupid." And now I've gone to a few uh, reggae shows with her, and I'm like, "Okay, you know what's a weird thing is seeing a black skinhead. <laughs> uh, that's weird." <laughs> but yeah, is that the Kanye West song? No, <laughs> no, like see, like people. With shape like that, have the style of a skinhead, but they're people of color, and it's like, holy shit, this is like a whole subgenre of life I never knew existed. Like, 
combat boots, white laces, uh, Fred Perry shirts, suspenders, shaved head, bangs, sideburns. Yeah. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Um, <laughs> look up Ken Booth. Pretty great. You sheltered me from harm, kept me warm, kept me warm. You gave my life to me, set me free, set me free. But also, country music is rad and if you don't like it then you are not rad so also someone that got a gmo red is our friend robin kern you did not get to meet her i met her at the live childish show and i was hoping she would come down for the group recording but um she got a um a gmo red about lipstick and oh sorry did she get a gmo red about lipstick or was it a question for Christina? Fuck. She just wanted to know what kind of, what color lipstick. I guess we're done with JMOs. Robin Karen sent in a question on Patreon and she asked Christina what color lipstick and what brand. And then they talked about wearing red lipstick. And if I could wear red lipstick every day, I don't know why I don't because I have tons of it and it's just going to go bad and dry it out, which is what will happen to me as well. But, or has. <laughs> But I do feel like if I put it on, like I know Allison said, I only put it on when I want to be bold because it's a bold lipstick and you don't wear it during the day. And like, I like when I remember, I like to put it on because I fucking love it. And I have two colors that I love and they're probably like super tested on animals. I have no idea. But um, Mac Russian Red and Mac uh, Ruby Woo Metro or Metro. <laughs> God damn it. Retro Matte are my two favorite colors. And also there's a snow, I forgot, uh, god damn it, I forgot what the name of it is, Besame, I don't know. Um, they put out like vintage bullet style uh, lipsticks and there was a snow white one that is pretty radical and uh, yeah. Uh, what color lipstick do you wear, Larafi? I have naturally gorgeous lips. And yes, MAC does test on animals when required by law. While they may not be conducting animal testing themselves, they approve of and pay for any required by law animal testing to occur on their products, according to LogicalHarmony.net. How dare you, Lisa? You make me sick. Well, I bought it before I knew that, so I'm going to have to use up what I have. <laughs> I started getting the natural lipstick a long time ago, a lot of natural makeup. And I mentioned this on the show before. I looked like I was at a wake in a casket. It was bad. Like, it was shitty quality. I, I, I'm I, sure a lot of things have come a long way. And listening to Jackie, she promotes all um, cruelty-free products. And so that's the person that I should go to to get uh, maybe some good lipstick colors and whatnot. Anywho, if we had, like, uh, breaking news, this is the last thing i want to talk about monday unless you have more because we're going long but they talked about joe rogan's dog account and they were like wondering who runs it here's the breaking news i think i found out who runs wendy rosenquance's account oh my god who it is okay some guy i could find it i didn't want to like out him i will send it to you because on twitter there was some guy that commented on, oh, I retweeted something, uh, it was something Trump related, because I was like, I barely get like polit 
politics. I barely get politics. Oh my God, I just said that. <laughs> I rarely post about politics or whatever because it's it's not political on there. It's just fun and fluffy. But when this whole COVID thing came down and somebody said something about like, oh, I thought it, I thought you said it was a hoax like that. I retweeted that. And he commented, this guy commented on it. And I always like to go and see who people are following. And he is following Wendy and nobody else related to the show. So I'm like, ha ha. Aha. Aha. We should DM him and be like, hey, Wendy. <laughs> Rosen Quant, how's it going? <laughs> Want to be on the show now, you jerk? <laughs> So it's a guy. And uh, yeah, so I will let you know who that is because this is this is breaking news. All right. Do you have anything else from uh, now? We just got to wait. Now we just got to find out who just memes or everyone is. Probably the same person. And who's got the fucking time? Plot thickens. Um, Does Wendy Rosenquan still like tweet or whatever? Not that I know of. I don't know. I've been on Twitter a lot more lately. Um, Also... Um, unrelated but semi-related, Tom Segura, Christina's husband, has a podcast where he interviews comedians in Spanish. I did not know he spoke Spanish and pretty damn well. Um, I listened to like five or ten minutes of one episode and it was so strange. It's... it's funny because we live in our own little bubbles, bubbles, bubble, bubbles. Um, clearly <laughs> Blue bubbles, the second baby. beer has hit me. Oh. Um, I like, I never even considered Spanish podcasts. What's wrong with oh. me? Oh, so That's we were crazy. talking before we were recording about maybe your mom taking this time off to learn English. And I was like, just now. Hello, I can learn Spanish. I subscribed to like some podcasts and I was like, I like to learn. I'm like, I feel like I would get it really quick because I learned uh, French really quick, not to speak it, but like I could write it and understand it and under and know, you know, words and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Betty Gallo, you got <laughs> it down already, Lisa. You're done. You don't need any more learning. I mean, what else do you need? I feel like the world is going to be being filled with batty guyos at this time oh my god okay i was gonna try and find it while you were talking but oh my god i just realized we have I know. I know. a childish chat from oh LK shit yes we do in pa all right so before we talk about thursday i think it is time for childish chat oh my god chat <laughs> <laughs> that was no Tony Baxton. Uh, yeah, to... Oh, sorry. All right, but we do I have think a chance to find a a better jingle. To <laughs> you can't do the childish <laughs> jingle with childish chat. I told you, childish chat. Boo doo doo. Charles in charge. Lisa, get with the program. Do 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 do. Childish chat with Lauren K. Woo. By the way, you know who else is late to the iPhone game? But he. 100% backs up MacBook and like all these other things. The one and only Who? Colonel Jeff has an Android still. So I felt like I was holding on because he must know something. 
That is true. He does use a MacBook for his work, the important stuff. But for his personal use, he uses whatever because he's like, yeah, I don't text or call anyone anyway. <laughs> he probably has a rotary phone. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, yeah, it's old fashioned. He uses the jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> he dances his way to tell people what he's saying. <laughs> or is that something you don't know that that's actually the jitterbug technology. cell phone? Oh, no. Oh my god! I was watching it's something. A, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that's a Motorola Razor that that person was texting on. I'm like, whoa! How did I recognize do, wait, that hold, piece of shit? Sorry. Before I go down that rabbit hole, <gasps> the, you do not know the Jitterbug no. cell phone? No. It's it's a cell phone made for old people, so the buttons are gigantic, <laughs> and it's a flip. Oh my phone. god! I want to find one on eBay or something. <laughs> No, they're like no. They you don't even have to go to eBay. Just go to like jitterbug.com and you can <laughs> get one exist. for like fifty bucks. Um, uh, and they call no, it the, jitterbug. Okay. How degrading is that? Hey, remember that dance y'all were into that you could you can't do anymore? <laughs> Here's a phone because you can't do that either. So you remember the razor, but do you remember the T-Mobile Sidekick? Yes, I, they have that on uh, Gilmore Girls. They use those. Veronica Mars had one for a while. Oh, yes. For a long time, it was very popular in rap music. Mm. So you would, in music videos, you'd see them flip open the screen and start fucking typing on their little QWERTY keyboards. I see Rory doing that. I'm like, look at them just just getting texting for the first time. (laughs) Mm. Even more egregious was there's a video from Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. And she is sending a text message, but it's like it's like some like fancy Palm Pilot type phone. And you look at the screen, and she's typing it into like a, a spreadsheet. Oh, I'm gonna have to send you that picture because it's it's funny and it gets mocked a lot in the hip hop community, <laughs> which I'd like to be in touch with more. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, should we do childish chat? Heck yeah. Hello from sunny Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. This is LK with some childish chat. I'm sitting outside on the ground in the woods behind my work building, just trying to get away from all the craziness. I hope everybody's doing all right. Okay, so they were talking about, Greg said that his daughter's really good at bargaining and kind of like making deals with her parents. And um, Allison said that Elliot didn't want to go to school the one day, and so she was taking him to school, and he said, after school, we go to McDonald's, and she said, I don't know about that, and he said, mommy, that's the deal, and I was just like, oh my god, when did Elliot turn into, like, you know, a grown man? That's amazing. Uh, They were talking about kids in sports, and I guess it's, you know, Allison doesn't love sports, but, like, she understands, like, you know, that it can be important for kids. And if her kids want to play, she's cool with it. Um, my kids aren't super into sports because Chris and I aren't, but my kids both did, uh, karate and, uh, Greg said his son did Taekwondo for eight years and got a black belt. So that's impressive. They were looking for who is their oldest listener. One guy who's 32 thought he was going to be their oldest listener. So we, we laughed at that. Allison and Greg laughed at that. And, um, it turns out their oldest listener is age 73, and uh, her name's Lynn Corman, so she'll be getting some prizes from Allison and Greg. 
They were talking about names that are banned, names that, uh, you know, in, in different countries, you're not allowed to name your children. And every example they gave, I was, I was with them, <laughs> you know, like uh, New Zealand, they prohibited someone from naming their child anal because they said it might cause offense to a reasonable person. Yes. Let's see. Germany prohibited a, a Turkish couple from naming their child Osama bin Laden in 2002. Uh, Saudi Arabia, the name Linda was denied for being too Western sounding. They will not allow Western sounding names. And in America, they didn't allow a couple to name their child Messiah. Um, and there were others, but so, so many. Uh, they said grandparents may be harming kids with outdating parenting ways. So like a lot of people, you know, uh, like a lot of grandparents babysit their grandchildren and but there are things that have changed since they raised their children such as babies now need to sleep on their back with no pillow no blanket no bumpers and it used to be that they would put the baby on the on their belly to sleep so things like that are different and also like discipline spanking they went into that a little bit they said um that in 1986, 84% of people were okay, were pro spanking, and it went to, down to 70% in 2012. So I'm curious what it is now. I definitely was spanked as a child, and I definitely do not spank my children. Greg's high for the week was that, um, or I'm sorry, Allison's high for the week was Owen says mama, and he also says hi in two syllables, like hi which is cute because Allison says and in two syllables. And he kind of says dada. Greg said that his high was his daughter Jojo is really into babies. She loves babies and works with babies at a daycare. Um, also has a part-time job at a nursery two days a week. And they found this show on Netflix called Babies. And it, it tells you all kinds of things about babies. And he enjoys it because he loves babies too. And he loves um, just watching watching it with his daughter and having some nice time together. He said that he learned that when fathers are equal caregivers, they will produce oxytocin, which goes to the medulla part of the brain. Receptors open up and uh, it stays that way for life. So it makes you happier. Allison's low was Elliot got an ear infection, but she said also it was the nanny who, who caught it, who, who, you know, knew what was going on with him. And she, she wasn't sure about it at first, but then when he went to the doctor, yes, it was an ear infection, but she said her nanny's been working with children for a long time. So yeah, I mean, people know. <laughs> and then they were talking too about, oh, sorry. And Greg's low was that he can't get his, his daughter Jojo can't seem to get herself up and moving in the morning and he doesn't want to be like nagging her. So he said, if there's any advice, I don't know if I said she's 16 years old. They got a message from a man who uh, said that, you know, he works all day and then goes home and is uh, with his kids and he gets more angry than he would like to and he doesn't want to blow up on the kids. Um, and I totally understand that because I work all day, go home and, you know, sometimes they're, they're making a mess or they're fighting or whatever and, and I get super upset. And like Greg was saying, you, you need to take a beat, step back, 
Um, and I definitely do that. Like if I, if, if I'm getting too angry, I'll just walk away from them for a minute and then come back and just try to ignore it or whatever, <laughs> try to get over it without getting super heated. Cause then you lose, like when you lose your temper in front of your kids, it, it just looks stupid. And I'm always just embarrassed when that happens. I think we're good. So, um, I like y'all very much and I hope that everyone is okay. Much love. Bye-bye. Oh, Lauren, we love you too. I love the idea of her sitting in the woods doing this. This is so precious. She's probably literally literally under a toadstool. Like, what a perfect picture to listen to her do childish chat. And also, Lauren, keep an eye out in the mail. I know somebody's birthday is coming up. She talked about kids and sports, and my husband and I are not into sports, but I definitely introduce my kids to all kinds of sports because you never know what your kids are going to be into. I... I didn't care if they were into it or not, but I wanted to expose them to like everything. And they did t-ball and karate and gymnastics. And now they don't really care to do sports. They never really did team sports. Did you ever do sports, Lil Rafi? No, I tried. My dad loves baseball, loved baseball. And I wanted to get on the baseball team, but it costs money. And he told me, no, we don't have money for that. So Aww. no such luck. But one thing I thought was funny is that Greg's like, oh, yeah, my son got a black belt. I think the black belts they're giving these kids in karate <laughs> up here. Like if- I could almost see you when she said that. I'm like, I know what I know. Rafi's making the jerk off motion right now. <laughs> uh, I think like if you took a quote unquote black belt from any random mm. American karate or yes. taekwondo school or whatever, and you like got probably like a mid-range belt whatever color that would be from like oh Mm -hmm. i don't know brazil or japan or something right the american kid is gonna get mopped he's just gonna they're gonna mop the floor with this kid um i think these belts are stupid they give i i don't know to be fair uh maybe there are some good schools out there but i mean it's good just to like get them involved in things but i'm not gonna you know I don't think if you are a black belt in Taekwondo from Joe's Taekwondo shack down the street that you're going to be like fucking ready to take on uh, some guy with a knife in in a back alley. Well, what do you think about karate? Oh, well, (laughs) karate, that's a whole different thing. Unless you're some kind of hipster doofus. (laughs) Uh, she talked about, they were wondering who their oldest listener was. I was shocked that they said 73. That's really cool. And I wonder who our oldest listener would be. And I also wonder who Allison's oldest listener would be. Uh, also youngest. I, I am kind of curious that funny, funny that the person 32, that they were the oldest, like, oh, that's precious. Yeah. I think that person was just joking. I don't know who the oldest would be for us or youngest or for Allison, but that would be interesting. Um, yeah, let us know if you don't mind. Another thing I thought was kind of funny is uh, they were talking about the spanking. Uh, I am all for spanking, just not with children. <laughs> I literally wrote down she was talking. I wrote spanking, Roth, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's something you and my friend uh, Robert have in common. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, shout out to you, R. All right, so... She talked about the kids' band band names in different countries. I'm su- I'm not surprised by most of them. The Linda thing is like, ugly. but can you imagine the people that name their kid, kid want to name their kids anal should 
be the last, literally last people on earth. Maybe the person that wants to name their kid Hitler. Those two should not, there should be some guidelines for people to have kids. Not just anybody should be able to do this. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Would you date a girl named Anal? I mean, I'm guessing yes. <laughs> you couldn't see my face, but it was just like, uh, is that even a question? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it depends on what her personality was was like, you know, like if we like vibe on the same level or whatever. Right. Like if she uses vibes. Got it. Um, (laughs) So that was Childish Chat. And uh, we love you, Lauren. And hopefully we get to talk to you soon. Maybe next week. We're hoping. All right. Now on to Thursday. Shall we talk about uh, Thursday? All right. We were her little shamron. (laughs) God damn it. We were her little shamrocks. Sham- <laughs> Fuck. Wait, shit. God damn it. I can't do that. I wasn't. I can't do Wait, this we anymore. have to start over. <laughs> I was looking at my phone and I forgot to hold the microphone. So you have to start at should we talk about Thursday? Okay. Should we talk about Thursday? <laughs> Sorry, wait. Let's Just- do it. Oh, God damn it. Fuck it. We're talking about Thursday now. All right. Um, we were her little shamrock shakes sent in by so fucking Megan Imposter. <laughs> <laughs> you Megan Parker or something? Yes. Okay. So when I sent in my carb, I sent it in after shamrock shakes came in. And I was like, obviously, that's going to be used because it was St. Patrick's Day or the day after or day before or whatever. And I saw, I'm going to send, she said, I'm going to send in again Shamrock Shake. So obviously, and then I saw Megan's name with Park. And I was like, obviously she's going to get picked. I shouldn't even put my carb down because this is the one that needs to be said. And so I was like, okay, cool. Megan, Maggie Poo got a, a carb. And then when the Thursday show started and she said, hello, my little Shamrock Shakes sent in by Megan Parker. I was like, she fucking forgot. Megan's last name. I was incensed. And then I went back and I saw that it was a Megan Parker, which how crazy is that that there's another fan named Megan spelled the same way with a last name that is very similar. That is odd. I think we need to have her on the show. I agree. Maybe we should have both Megans. Whoa, it's oh my god. She's the bizarro Megan. <gasps> it is. <laughs> Bad bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This show is going nowhere out or somewhere. It's downhill. It's called. Oh, it's called. What am I saying? All right. So Allison and Daniel went remote. It was just them. They did a show together and didn't have any guests because everybody's kind of like doing a uh, real freak out about what are you doing? Calling somebody else. <laughs> anybody from this can little help they've done this before so i super enjoyed it because obviously i like hearing them together and they were like well this was a weird show and it's like actually it wasn't because it was kind of fun and not so different because yeah they didn't have the other people chiming in but like it felt very similar and it felt like something that we all needed is just to hear them okay and talking and i think now that Everybody has to be on lockdown that they really could put a show out every single day. I mean, the options are endless. I enjoyed it. And they were talking about the things in our lives now. Like everything is changing day to day uh, at a pretty quick pace. 
And the things that we have to cancel in our own lives, I know there are people that are starting to cancel like Patreon and the little extras in life that we all, you know, love. It's like our little whatever. It's like our little frivolous things. And every day it's going to be, okay, well, I guess I don't need this and I don't need that. And I I don't know what's going to happen to the world. So as far as things like paying for Patreon or other things that they were talking about, I can only imagine what's going to happen. And people are still working. Like you're still working. My husband's still working. I can't imagine that it's going to last very long for him. I just, I just can't imagine. But uh, the people that do still have to go out and work and be close to people that are, I mean, I was listening to the radio and they're like, just treat everyone as if they're infected. And it's like, yesterday I went out to Target and I was like, oh my God, like people are wearing gloves to shop everybody was dressed like me and by that i mean like not everybody usually dresses like me when i go out to target which i just usually wear like a hoodie and i'm dressed in all black and i look like i'm just don't want to be talked to (laughs) everybody was wearing all black and hoodies i'm like everyone's in mourning right now and people had their hoods on it was just the energy out in public right now is very weird i actually saw a coca-cola delivery truck run a red light i'm like damn people need their fucking coke i'm like is that a little rough <laughs> all i got from that is that like you people have their hoods on mm. oh <laughs> you asshole are there things in your life that you're canceling yet or are you still kind of like holding i mean you're getting money still so i don't know like are, are, have, what's changed for you nothing has changed except for i you know, I always want what I can't have. So normally I'd come home and I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to talk to anyone. But now I'm like, I can't talk to anyone. So mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call my friends or I'm going to fucking like, hey, do you want to grab something to eat? Oh, wait, I can't do that. Mm. So like I want to do all the things that normally I would just be like, yeah, you know, whatever. So that's the only thing that's changed. But in on the plus side, the positive side I have gotten to talk to a lot of people that I don't speak to very often. I've called my friends back home and whatnot. And that's very nice because I feel surprisingly more connected to people than normal. That's true. I'm feeling the same way as far as like I've been we've had all these different group chats between all of us. And then like with some of my other friends and the fact that we're going to get together and like actually see each other on on skype or or group chat or something is just kind of like it's funny how all of a sudden now we're seeing maybe talking more or seeing each other more i think that's kind of that's kind of cool i guess i mean maybe it'll hopefully it'll stick after all of this uh, after after the dust settles but i i think first of all i think that allison probably won't take people's rewards away if they cancel patreon at this point i honestly think that she's just gonna like let everyone just kind of stick because that's the kind of person Allison is and I probably will cancel my Huntsberger one because I meant to do it a long time ago but I just kind of forgot (laughs) but we did get some good beer out of it but I mean it's kind of sad to say because it it, I mean this is Allison's like a big part of what you know her money probably every month and being able to podcast at home and stuff but yeah it's probably gonna be one of the first things that goes and as it goes, I'm like, well, we don't really need a gardener. I like to mow the lawn, so we might have to borrow somebody's lawnmower because we pretty much got rid of all of our stuff. But like stuff like that, where you just kind of get used to certain things. But also, they talked about the Ring app, which they just re- recently got that. And I am really confused by what they were saying because, first of all, 
I like having it, especially now. I feel like we need to like ramp up and have more because I feel like things are going to get a little nuts. But then I also thought electricity is going to go out and it's going to be fucking useless at a certain point. But what I don't understand is my when I got the Ring app, it has like the countdown every single day of like your subs- your free subscriptions about to expire in 29 days, in 28 days. And it like it makes a good point of reminding you like all of your shit that you want to watch is going to be gone if you don't subscribe. So I'm surprised that they said they had to call somebody. I was able to subscribe through the app. It's like two or three dollars a month. And I so I was very confused about what their confusion is and everything that they had to go through because that sounds uh, if I had to make a phone call, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, the Ring app, I don't trust it. I, I just don't. Not for me. Well, I have some saved videos of Rick coming into our yard, so it's pretty fun for me. And also, when I'm gone, I can talk to the cats and the dog because they hang out by the fence on the side. <laughs> so it's really come in handy. So they talked about having to, you know, cough or sneeze into the inside of your elbow, which has become the thing. And they're trying to figure out what the name of that is called. And... Right away, Daniel said crook, and I think that's obviously not the technical name, but that 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 explains it. But then they were trying to figure out the name of it. Allison said Elbin, which is kind of funny and cute, but it does actually have a name. Would you like to know what it is? Sure. Do, why do you not? give a fuck? It's called a cubital fossa, and I think there's actually a longer huh? name for the first one, but yeah. A cupid kielbasa? <laughs> Don't make up shit, Lisa. What's it actually called? <laughs> uh the latin cubital i think actually means like ditch so it's actually like the ditch of your arm i don't know elvin uh that sounds good but it was a fun there was a fun uh t- twitter thread when she posted like a poll of like what it should be called and someone said the the arm taint yeah i thought that was kind of funny so <laughs> she announced that alan jenna will be on and uh so we can actually give a shout out to covid19 because alan jenna will be on <laughs> But uh, that's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about that. And the future of that, I mean, she could probably come on every week. She could probably do her, her a gal chat episode with like a couple of ladies and then have Alan Jenna on for just old time's sake. Hey, Greg maybe can even be on. I know he's, you know, not busy or anything right now. I was, ju- I was like going to say that if she doesn't have Greg on in the near future, mm-hmm. because if you're living under a rock, he had his child. I should say Ayala had their child. He needs to be on for a fucking update. Oh, my God. And yes. now that she's doing doing it via Skype or whatever, there's no excuse. Can you imagine him doing Skype? Like, he would be talking away from the microphone. He'd be fucking around, playing his guitar the whole time. But it would be classic, Greg. I would love it. He also needs to be on Childish because he's a fucking parrot now. And he's, like, <gasps> fresh into it. This is something. Oh, my. I can do you think him and Greg would get along? Ooh, maybe not. Maybe Greg Heller would actually call him out on his bullshit. <laughs> I, I was thinking the opposite. I think Greg Heller would not be a fan of Greg Fitzsimmons and Fitz would say some dumb, yeah. stupid fucking thing like he normally does. And Greg Heller would be like, um, yeah, that's like fucking dumb <laughs> or something. I don't feel like talking right now. <laughs> and then I would like be like, yes, we need more Greg Heller. Like having a conversation right now. Yeah, that would be kind of amazing. 
then they talked about VR hangouts, which like this really could be a thing. Imagine if we didn't have the group recording and we were just all equipped with like, all right, it's going to be a virtual or like how uh, Daniel was saying, like Allison having live shows or whatever. And, like we're all hanging out together or like the Patreon live stream, but in like virtual reality, like I'm, that's kind of amazing. Yes, it is. I think it would make my world collide I, I way guess. more than they already do. <laughs> Speaking of all of us hanging out virtually, Later today at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I believe, Mm. Jenna and Al are doing a live stream of some Indiana Jones movie that's on Netflix. So I think it's time to dust off my old Twitter account and uh, join in the live tweet. Hashtag CFPod. Okay, I think I might actually be able to join this one. I did vote both times they had to have two votes because the first time there was a tie with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I did not vote for either of those I voted for Back to the Future 3 because I think that would be more fun to like live tweet with but I love Indiana Jones so I I uh, voted for that the second time when it came around I actually first voted for that thing you do because <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, like I I'm just gonna throw this in last minute like how about that thing you do because because Jenna hates that movie. She's been very vocal about it. I'm like, I want to know why. Like, I want to know scene by scene, line by line. Like, I want to know. I've never seen any of these indie movies. Never seen any of the Back to the Futures. Whoa. But is Back to the Future 3 the one where he fucks his mom? I think that's the first. I think all of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, the first one is when he was uh, like, wait, where she was trying to date him. They don't actually like F. She just had a crush oh. on him. Not interested. Never mind. It's we can watch very good. It's a very, very good. Uh, very, all three of them are very good movies. The third one is like is like doubt it hoverboards and like crazy shit. But anyway, it's a great movie. All of them. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, Megan, super fan Megan, and ultra fan Raphael. Oh shit, that's Lauren texting me. If you hear any beeping in the background, because I have not configured all of my notifications on my iphone yet super fan megan and ultra fan rafi got shout outs for the sketch fest video i thought that was awesome because i thought megan did an awesome job of editing and all the stuff that she did and i think that before all this shit happened wherever everybody's you know quarantined i thought thought it'd be awesome if she was just there recording every every episode because i would love to see i don't know if i would watch it at once like right away like oh at once who am i i don't know but like seeing people's faces and like and all that the looks on it, the expressions and all the shit like i think that'd be really fun and also it'd be fun for megan to have that as a job so i'm signing you up megan yes like i said last week megan was doing all the work what my assistance if you can call it that was very little i just stood by the camera essentially and made sure nothing happened to it allison said i think they gave Mm. themselves those nicknames megan earned her nickname with all her crazy stalker ish behavior i kind of gave myself the nickname in response to megan and i asked Allison, if it was okay if I called myself that, and she said yes, she co-signed it. So technically, I gave myself that name. But don't you dare speak about the super fan Megan in <laughs> that manner because she earned it with her ridiculous behavior. <laughs> she did earn it, and I think that was because there, the reason why you earned yours was there was a competition to see who was the biggest fan. 
you know, on your part, you were wondering and you said ultra is better than super and, and, and comedy ensued. Yeah, it's kind of like how I'm constantly trying to prove that I'm better at Seinfeld trivia than you and we're tied up right now. So yeah, really messing that it's up. It's time for a time for the next round, I think, pretty soon. Yeah, maybe next week we'll just do all trivia all the time. <laughs> uh, okay. Then let's see. They got to Allison put a call out for people to send in voicemails and questions and apparently she got hundreds of them which i think is awesome because like i said she could do an episode like this every day where she's just answering people's questions because it's a great show for the most part people want to hear allison they don't all the other people are just a bonus and having someone to play off of like daniel or anybody is fun because then you get two points of view and whatever but uh i think this was fun to hear other people and a lot of people most people that we don't even know which is like you know, we are in our own little like BFF bubble sometimes where I'm like, oh, right, there's like tons more people listening to our show that need to be part of our group as well. That was my thought exactly. I was like, none of these people I've ever heard of and they need to be on the show. One guy was from Denver and I was like, dude, where were you when I lived there? <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's always next time when you go back, when you're like, fuck this world, fuck California, fuck Lisa, fuck Megan. <laughs> I was just thinking mm. earlier today, I was like, what's my next move? Selling everything and living in a van and driving around the country? Yeah. That's an option. Why not? Uh, so the messages came in and uh, Allison put out her question was, "What's is, every, is everybody scared? Do you have toilet paper? Did you buy a gun? Are you worried about your el elderly parents? And before we go into the calls, I did want to ask you, are you scared? Before I answer that, I really have to pee oh, one second. Speaking of TP. Oh, wait, you just shake it off, huh? We'll leave that one there. Oh, hey, I'm back. Oh, hey, great. So, am I scared? No. Um, you know what I am scared of? Fucking idiots going out and buying guns that don't know how mm -hmm. to use mm -hmm. them. People who do not know the laws involved with owning handguns and shooting people. That's what I'm worried about. But, you know, I'm not worried specifically where I live. No one's coming over here. I've got nothing. Even if they tried to uh, rob me of my two remaining rolls of toilet paper <laughs> and my, like, six chimichangas in my freezer. Oh, eh, well, I mean... now I know where I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... I'm not worried... Yeah. I think if you live in a house, you should be a little more worried. But for the love of God, if you're stupid enough to go out and buy a gun right yeah. now, for the love of God, get some training because you don't know what you're doing. I agree. I am scared. I'm mostly scared of stupid, desperate people becoming even more stupid and desperate because seeing how humanity started to um, crumble pretty quickly made me scared because I was like, this is going to get fucking crazy so the first thing my husband's like let's go through all of our guns and see like if you know which ones you know how to use like let's do a run through let's put them safely somewhere but like also somewhere where like you feel safe because i feel like at a certain point people are going to get desperate and stupid and that's what scares me is how just how dumb everybody became quickly and seeing the lines at the gun stores is kind of like what like you said, first of all, we don't need a bunch more idiots out there that don't know how to use them. 
But also, why wouldn't you have prepared already if you're like into protecting yourself? I don't. I guess I just don't understand. Maybe no one thought that this is going to happen. I mean, who could have guessed, really? But should be should be prepared anyway. And that was my next question. Do you have enough toilet paper? <laughs> no. And uh, my sister can get me some. And she said that if need be, she can ship me Aww. some. Um, I'm good for now, but I'm going to be on the lookout. Uh, I was delivering to a store and I saw a couple of people coming out with big mm. old fucking, you know, 16 rolls of toilet paper or whatever and i was like oh shit maybe i should run in there and yeah. get some and then i looked a little closer and they had scott toilet paper and i was like you know what <laughs> god damn it i've got you know i've got like uh bills in the mail that i could just rip up and it's even better than scott toilet paper oh so, my you know god <laughs> you holler at me when it's some charmin in the okay. store okay. but <laughs> uh otherwise yeah. I was worried because after the group recording, I always like stock up and I was like, well, I should probably stock up now just because we're going to run out soon. And then this whole fucking thing, this TP debacle happened. I'm like, people, that's what started to scare me where I was, like I said, that seeing that was like, holy shit. And I was like, what about like just normal use people going and getting toilet paper? Now we're all fucked. And so I've gone a couple of times to get other things and I look and toilet paper's still gone and I and I know they're going to start regulating it so people can't hoard it. And I did see someone uh, posted a picture on Twitter, which I'm sure it's everywhere on Instagram, wherever. And there was some guy that was doing a collection of toilet paper and just standing on a street corner saying, share, share your TP. And he was just handing it out to people as, uh, um, driving by. But which I think people that hoarded it just put it out in front of your house. I won't. I won't shoot your house up. Just put it out. Put it out. We we all silently know that you're a fucking garbage person, but like just just come on, uh, do the right thing. We are gonna run out, but you know there's leaves. There's uh, I've got tons of paper towels. Like you said, we've got bills. We've got we've got stuff that we can use. We've got towels. We've got whatever. It's not as dire. I don't know why people went nuts that way. I guess it was a way of feeling like you're in control, even though really it's like you're out of control. Yeah. Like I mentioned to go get your corn <laughs> at the store. By the way, Eat this the made me like really those mad at myself for us. Like we have been planning on doing this giant garden. I'm like, God damn it. If we were prepared, this is the time that everything would have been like coming up and corn so you know grow your own tp also i was like all of our the sewer systems are going to be shot because people are stupid and guess what that's happening now and like by the way the, the people don't know why toilet paper is sold as toilet paper it's because it can be in the sewer like i i the fact that people are flushing everything else is just beyond stupid so look forward to a lot of overflowing shit in the streets um I okay, pee on the lookout, <laughs> Rafi. Okay, do you have do you have a gun? Um, I think do we have guns? I I do, and I'm trying to you know feel more comfortable around them because I know how to shoot my own, but I we have plenty more that we can you know it's it's uh yeah. Also, I am wor- not I'm not really worried about my mom. Uh, she's worried enough about herself, so that's fine. But uh, my in laws are elderly. My father in laws immunity is quite compromised so we've been like not we limited going to hang out with him and now i think it's just we're done and he needs to not go out so i worry about them being isolated and i i mostly one of the things i was thinking about like i really feel bad for people that are older and maybe they're closer to dying 
like if these are their last days being in isolation and sequestered and being like scared or worried or not being able to take care of themselves like this fucking breaks my heart so I, w- I know there's a lot of things on like Facebook and on Nextdoor and places where like people are banding together to help out the elderly that need deliveries and etc. so that they don't have to go out. I saw a lady had had some sort of an accident yesterday at Target. There's fire trucks everywhere. And she was probably just wanting to get some toilet paper and she's too old. So uh, reach out if you can because I fucking feel sad for these people. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of guns, the guy who called in and said that he has like a World <laughs> War II rifle. That's helpful. And, um, the only thing I could think is, um, sir, that rifle won a world war. Why would it not be useful <laughs> now? Um, well, it will be funny if there is, if things do get nuts and people are like, well, I've got this old relic that like, like think of the kind of bullshit that I have. Like my husband has a gunpowder rifle or is it a rifle? And actually gunpowder is supposed to be delivered today. And I probably am going to miss the delivery because you have to sign for it. But it's like, uh, hold on a second uh, while I uh, load this up really quick (laughs) while all the automatics are going to be probably winning that war. Um, but it would be funny to see everybody's weapons, like what they have. <laughs> and not funny, haha, by the way. I'm just saying, if it was between an M1 Garand and uh, nothing, I'm going to take that M1 Garand, baby. Well, you heard Edit it here out. first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they had a few questions or a few, few people that called in. Uh, one of the first people that called in mentioned that she's eating and then she just found out she was pregnant. And this is something that as the days have gone on, I'm like, oh, my God, but what about these people? And then like the next time I'm like, holy shit, but what about these people? And I'm like, what if you are pregnant? Because when you, you have to go to the doctor a lot when you're pregnant. And I'm like, oh, shit, that would freak me the fuck out having to go to the doctor all the time for blood tests and all the things. But then I was like, what about the people that just found out they were pregnant? And then this lady called in and she did sound happy, but also apprehensive. And it's like, oh, my God, like I that would scare the shit out of me right now. This was reminding me of movies like I don't know if it was Bird Box or A Quiet Place, but someone's like either pregnant or just had a baby and like the world is going to shit. And I was just like, this would be a fucking horrible time to have a child. Not because the virus, just because of how people are reacting yes. to it. It's the crazies that are making me crazy, and I, and I, which just makes everybody everybody's going to be crazy because, like, whether you're reacting to crazy or you are are crazy, it's like, oh my god, it, everything. I, I told my neighbors, I was like, well, at least we all have each other. Like we were always there, and then I turned to each one. I'm like, unless you turn on, <laughs> we all turn on each other because that could happen because people go nuts. My neighbor also made a joke that we should all get our chairs and our beers and like sit in our front yard and just yell to each other. Let's still hang out. <laughs> I'm like, how needy are we? But it'll probably happen. You know what you should do? And this is my dream. Like in The Godfather, they have a a whole block like to mm. themselves and they have a gate. So at the end of your street, you guys need to build a barricade Ooh. and keep everyone else That's out. That's a great idea. And then that way... You know, hopefully you guys won't turn on each other because you're all well. Yeah, and we can lose two of the houses. Like obviously, Trainwreck and his fucking dumb family can go. And but although I already have been staking my claim on their garage, their kids are so dumb. First of all, they're in Arizona right now, so the kid, 
sorry, Rick and his wife are in Arizona. His kids are home and they're just like fucking stoners, which is fine. But pretty much it means you're not doing anything or taking care of anything. You're just like chilling. And they leave their garage door open all the time. And I know how much food he has in that garage. <laughs> so uh, when I was with the neighbors, I'm like, just so you know, when things, when things start first turning, we're going to hit up his house. I'm like, you know which way to get in. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. And I'm broadcasting that now. But who cares? He needs to go. And then we have another household that can go. And then there's the other two that are on the outskirts of our uh, neighborhood need to move in. And block it off. We were talking about having a block party for 4th of July and blocking it off. And also maybe like a Halloween party. But this just needs to be like, it's on lockdown. We're going to barricade ourselves in. I like this idea. Also, don't you have your neighbor as a cop or yeah. something? She, okay, they can, uh, should they be in or no? <laughs> They're both cops. Well, I mean, you know where to get the weapons. Oh, yeah. And they have four dogs too. They have four dogs, weapons. These two ladies are tough, tough broads. But they're awesome. I wonder what they're doing right now. They just made it. They're both detectives I mean, now. So, all right. I, I don't want to eat a dog. I didn't say but eat. I mean, if there's four Cons- of them. <laughs> one of their dogs is a German Shepherd that is a, like, it came into Larry's garage once because they had it off the leash. It like came running in. It was like, oh my God, a bear just fucking came into the garage. It's huge. <laughs> and it probably knows some attack words. And you know, I know some Germans, obviously. <laughs> okay. The next call came in talking about. And they're from Saudi Arabia. And I thought it was going to be friend of the show. I forgot his name. Shout out to you, guy. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was a different person from Saudi Arabia, which is cool. And he was talking about going to church. And my daughter and I just recently started going back to church. And then it slowly kind of stopped just because of life and being lazy. But now that we can't go to church, they're doing, they always do the sermons online. And for the first time, I actually went to church online and... It was crazy because I actually really got something from it. It didn't feel like an obligation. I was able to uh, fast forward through the songs. So uh, awesome. Actually, amen. <laughs> but <laughs> I almost started tearing up like listening to him talk. And I'm like, this is kind of rad. So like that feeling that you have to go like be around other people. I know like that's part of religion and a lot of people's faith or whatever. But like if you want the word, it's still out there. Right? Am I right? <laughs> well, Rafi, you can use a little God in your life. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I was going to ask my sister how um, she's dealing with not being able to go to church. But, uh, you know, if you can't go to church, that's probably better for okay. you. I know when it all started, it was like, okay, we're not going to be passing the offering or like greeting each other. Okay. And then, okay, communion, probably not going to be doing that. And then everything just sort of like, okay, now we actually just can't be around each other. But the next person that called in was talking about being a lone office worker. And I don't, I couldn't understand if she actually was one or if she wishes she could be. Was she saying she is one? Like she goes into work and nobody else is there or she thinks she should be able to because nobody else is there? Uh, The first one? I, 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 I don't, don't either, and I I thought that might would be that would feel very strange to be like in an office where nobody is, but but kind of cool. But then it's also like, well, why do you have to leave the house if nobody else has to? Because obviously, I mean, and like something Daniel was saying about like obviously we see who's like really necessary and who's not, but it's not really about necessary as far as um, doing your job, but like you don't really need to go to work. And maybe this will transition to a lot of people working from home, less traffic, less 
you know, gas, less whatever, like all of that stuff. There could be a positive later on out of this, but it's going to be interesting. It, have you seen The Last Man on Earth, which is like not the best show, but it kind of reminded me of that when he was walking around the city like everybody's gone. That feeling of like ghost town would be very strange. I've never seen the show. It had good reviews, I think, at the beginning. Yeah. But the first yeah, couple of seasons kind of were good. And it, it was a pretty good show. Like it was kind of interesting to see like what would you do if there's nobody around? Like what was he doing? And like you think about what you would do for a little while. It was pretty fun to, to watch. And then it kind of got, you know, a little stupid. But but not one of them grew a garden. Idiots. So they had and this goes back to an episode I did with Trice, but they had to do uh, raisin meatballs because all they have is like <laughs> like crappy food, like canned food or whatever. And so they had they made raisin balls as meatballs. So another shout out to you, Trace. The next caller was Tiffany. She's the only one I'm going to say her name because everyone knows <laughs> her name because everyone's like wondering if they if she's kidding, maybe. But uh, she did not sound like she was kidding to me. The last time you and I talked, you said maybe this was kind of an overreaction. I, I don't know if you were specifically saying it like this, but like, do you agree with her more or do you feel like it's something that we should be doing, you know, what we're doing, the world's doing? What was or do the you question? think this whole thing is an overreaction? Oh, this lady. Hmm. Yes and no. People are overreacting and acting crazy, but also we are trying to hashtag flatten the curve. So in that sense, it is not an overreaction. It's better to, like Daniel said, uh, whoever said, it's better to overreact and, you know, minimize things as opposed to underreact. And then we're all fucked for an even longer Especially time. with something like this that is so unknown. I do believe that it's not an overreaction. I think it, it is smart what we're doing, I guess. Uh, the only problem is I, I know the economy is fucked uh, I don't know. The rebuilding after all of this is going to be... I can't even imagine what the landscape of the world is going to look like after all of this. But Daniel was saying, like, nobody's freaking out. But I do think that... He's like, you're not seeing people, like, freak out. But I, I, I can't remember exactly how he said it. But, like, to me, the toilet paper hoarding was a sign of freaking out. To me. I feel like people are freaking out in their own ways even just driving down the street, like, at first I was like, am I allowed to drive down the street? Like, after the whole mandatory thing, and it's like, okay, yes, you are to get essentials or whatever. And driving down the street, I was like, looking at other cars, like, are you allowed to be on the street? Like, now this whole, like, police <laughs> thing is going to start happening where, like, oh, you're doing something wrong. What's going on? You're, not, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm not excited about all of that. But, um, you know what? Staying home. At least we've got that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The next caller called in saying he was stir or he was stir crazy well, anyway i don't know if he is anyway he was at a sauna with his friend or something at this well like what <laughs> this sounds like someone's not taking it too seriously but also one cool thing about all of this like being stir crazy i get it but you can't go out this is not something where you can't go out like go out and take a walk go for a run go whatever of course it's been raining cats and dogs here lately so going out has not been as easy but I feel like this is a perfect excuse to like, hey, you can get out, walk your dog more, get some more exercise, get fresh air. You have the time. It's literally like a, it's a staycation, which I know a lot of people love that term, but I would not be going to a sauna right now. I think it was Daniel who said, wouldn't that be like cooking, like building the germs more? Yeah. The guy said it like, this is likely the last time they'll be able to go to the gym. So I get that impulse, but um, yeah, they're literally in a Petri dish so probably not wise, but who cares? I mean, they're young. They're clearly in shape. They're, they'll be fine. Exactly. 
let's all sauna it up. All right. Uh, the next caller was someone that who has someone that who has. Oh my god, that didn't sound right. Does this? Sound, I don't, oh my god, I need to start over. Am I editing this monstrosity? I got time. What else do I got to do? Uh, Either okay. one of us could. Um, the next caller was someone that has kids and talked about how, you know, we're all having to, you know, stay home and do our own thing and everybody's household is different. And this person has kids and keeping them entertained. And my biggest thing, because I don't have toddlers, I think that would have probably been easier or not. I don't know. My kids sleep until one or two. So it's, that's actually pretty cool. And also their school doesn't make it so that they have to check in at a certain time and do group video chats and stuff yet. I don't know if that's going to change. But as of right now, they just need to get their homework in by midnight and they've been keeping up with it so well that I'm like, this is kind of awesome in a way because they stay up late. They sleep in late. They're on their own schedule. It's kind of cool. But if you have to take care of young kids, keeping them entertained might be a little rough. But like Allison and Daniel were saying, it's like, okay, let's watch movies all day. You can play games all day. There's no rules right now. It's kind of like the Wild West. Yeah, you can lay in bed all day. You can fucking just stare at your phone all day and... No one's going to judge. Exactly. The next person was finally we get to get somebody that represents Colorado to call in. <laughs> Fucking stoner. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> um, that was cool to hear somebody from Colorado call in from Denver, no less. I have to say, I don't smoke pot often. It's once in a very great while. The last probably week... I have had a little puff every single day, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I uh, pinched a nerve in my neck last Monday. I slept wrong or something, and I am still in so much pain from it that I was like, oh, my God, I got to dig out. Like, I have some Oxy for my last root canal <laughs> left over because I always, like, just keep it for, you know, rainy day or for something like this. So I'm like... Well, middle of the day, I'm going to take half of one of those and kind of like chill out. And uh, it's not really helping my neck. So I stopped taking it. And also the side effect of it is we all know something I already have an issue with. So I'm like, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> Are you sure that you pinched it? Did you tweak it? Did you pull it? Did you jam it? Did you squeeze it? <laughs> so I was like, if only I had a neighbor like Kramer that could come over and I'll give him my bike. <laughs> I am in so much pain now that like I've been doing heating pads. There's this like tiger balm I've been using. I've been, I don't smoke a bunch of pot. Like I don't get like stupid where I'm calling into ARIYBF to just be like, Hey guys, I'm stoned and stuff. But I just have been doing it to take the edge off. I'll have like one, literally one hit. Cause I don't want to be like, you know, crashed out. But like I've been layering different things to help me go get through the day so i have to be careful obviously with like oxy and like drinking and like pot and my sleeping pills and my melatonin it's like i space it out don't worry <laughs> uh my question to you is uh who told you to put the bomb on <laughs> did i tell you to put the bomb on do you know what a bomb does <laughs> okay so <laughs> The next call was from one person we could recognize. That was one Allie Ward. And 
she is doing something I think that everybody, I feel like everybody's probably doing this because there's so much uncertainty right now and it, it feels so weird, but she's treating herself like she's sick. And that's what I've been doing since this whole thing started. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'm just going to gain a bunch of weight, gain, gain all my weight back. Actually, I've been really scared about that because I've just been like, I don't even care. I'm just going to eat whatever. I'm going to drink every day. I don't even care. Like my, I'm going to have gray roots. My nails are going to shit. I'll probably lose my teeth. Like everything is just going to shit. That's the first week. The second week, I'm like, okay, how about this? I'm going to start exercising more. Like I can get back on track. I can use this time to get creative, get my artwork back going, read books, lose the rest of the weight that I want to lose. And I can actually start doing fasting again because I made more food in the house for everybody else, right? <laughs> but I do like this whole thing that Allie's doing where like this anxiety and like everything is causing me to just be like, it's almost like a poor me. Like I just like, I like you were sick. Like, oh, I just need snacks. I need food. I want to play games. I just want to like watch movies and just like, you know, baby yourself a little bit. Yeah, I guess now would be the time to be fasting. That's kind of smart, I guess. But yeah, I think I'm probably going to gain weight because it's like, what else am I going to do? I This whole time I've been thinking like, what am I going to eat? I'm fucking starving. <laughs> and there's so many like good restaurants around you. Like, I don't mean like good, good, but like I want, when I went to your house, I was like, I want to go to every single Mexican place around here. Cause I'm like, that place looks good. That place looks great. Oh my God. My voice cracked. I was too excited. Like I want to try like every single restaurant that I pass by. Yeah, there's also the um, Tam's Burgers. There's a Rally Ooh, Burger. Bobo there's burgers. a fucking there's Bobo Hamburgers. There's, yeah, um, Castaneda's um, Mexican Restaurant. We gotta go there first. <laughs> Maybe they'll them. deliver directly. Uh, there's to you. plenty of tacos. Yeah, uh, King Taco. I saw that. I mean, so many places. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, I think that was was that the last. I think that was the last call in. Was Ali? I think I was thinking when this all started all like i was saying all the uncertainty and i was thinking man this is going to be like our gas lines of the 70s like this is going to be something we live through because it wasn't as drastic as it is now and now i feel like this is going to be our depression it's going to be something i was thinking about all the people that have lived through the depression that are still alive are probably 100 percent still prepared food wise but they are not prepared to take care of themselves so that's scary but this is going to be something that we live through and the outcome is going to be a lot of a lot of negative and a lot of positive. I think the things I'm worried about the most is all of the mom and pop stores are completely are going to be wiped out. All of the restaurants are going to eventually close just for safety's sake. I don't know why they're still they're talking about all this takeout. Everyone get takeouts like, you know, how many hands have been on that food that gets to your house that way? Like that's going to be outlawed at some point. I still got takeout because I'm trying to support our local businesses, the little ones that we love that we I don't want to go away. But at a certain point, you have to realize it's probably too dangerous to do that. And what I'm scared of is the super like like Walmart and people becoming even more people. These companies becoming the bigger companies becoming bigger. And all that we're going to see when the dust settles is a Walmart. And I don't even know what else. Like it's that part kind of scares me. Like the superpowers becoming more super. Yeah, I thought it was it, it was very accurate what Daniel was saying about now we're seeing you know which jobs are actually essential and which ones right. are not and it's funny that a lot of like lowly hourly type jobs are the ones that are still working yes. right now and everyone else is just at home twiddling their thumbs yeah and i was thinking about like these people 
I was all, the other crazy part. I was thinking is like the person that is infected and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm still gonna go to work," or like they're gonna go infect people just because they're like so mad. Like you think about people that have these low paying jobs that are still out there putting their life on the line or other people's lives on the line for minimum wage or whatever, and it's like, geez, that's that's kind of crazy. But when I didn't have a phone for three days, it was at the beginning all of this happening, and I was actually kind of terrified to not be able to call in an emergency or use my phone and I thought okay settle down your kids have phones that they're never on I I can there's you know options then I was like okay I've got other electronics that I can still try and connect to like Facebook and Twitter and like I've never been on Facebook so much (laughs) than this that those three days it'll probably go away now but uh and being kind of on Instagram not really but uh it actually after like one day became very peaceful and I was like I'm not having this need to like constantly be looking at my phone which I I never really thought is how much I did it I know a lot of people do but like I didn't realize how much like it was a part of my life that it felt actually good to like not be looking at my phone so they were talking about this like being more productive like we all think we can use this time and I think we really could what we need to do is get off of Twitter, get off of our phones, get off the news, like check in sometimes to see what's going on in the world because it does change day by day. But put your phone away and go do something you've always wanted to do. Go learn something. Go get back into go finish that book you wanted to write. Go finish that painting. Go whatever it is like go do something that you'll be happy to use this time wisely for. Yeah. Daniel mentioned get on Skillshare and learn some shit. So, yeah, do that. I agree. Daniel. <laughs> so they did two iTunes comments, which was nice, but that led to who would you vote for, Mayor Quantz or Mayor Rosen, LaRafi? Hmm. <sighs> That's. Wow, <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's a tough question because I don't agree with either of them on everything. And I'm going to sound like a sexist pig, but I think it might be Daniel. I think I might as well, even though, I mean. Even though he gets a little, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think I would too, actually. My first knee-jerk reaction is like, obviously, I'm going to vote for Allison for everything. I'm like, wait, 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 let me really think about this. And I think like, I think he would be better at getting some shit done. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have anything else from Thursday or to talk about any, I mean, we had talked about COVID to death, but I think, no, no pun intended, this is going to be ongoing and it's going to be something that we're going to talk about more and more. And I had this idea and I think that everybody should probably do it. I like how I ask you a question and then I just rambled. This is my thing. I realize, but I'm going to, I actually started yesterday doing a like a COVID diary of like, this is day one of not being able to go out and like what's going on. And it's not necessarily to put out a show. Like I just want, I was thinking like, imagine if people going through the depression or any of the wars or anything had this opportunity. A lot of people did keep diaries and people go back and read it to see what was going on in the world. And to be able to listen to somebody talk about their experiences would be kind of interesting to me. So even just for myself to have like, wow, I sound like a big idiot. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I think everybody should do that. Whether they're writing it down or recording their voice, like every day, just like record like what's going on in the world because I, we're living through history right now and none of us know how it's going to turn out. This is going to be like Anne Frank's diary. Hopefully it, is, it turns out just the same. Oh my God. With the world in a better place. Oh, right. After right. Oh my God. <laughs> I keep talking about this show and it seems like I'm never going to stop. A waste of time with It's the Real for the last week they have been doing quarantine radio every day of the week seven days a week they have been talking to three people per episode and on i think the first or second episode they had their mom 
and their mom is keeping kind of like a gratitude journal, but it's like a wonderful thing that happened that day uh, journal. And yeah, I think like in times like these, I mean, we're the people who are listening to this are most likely better off than a large population of, of other people in other parts of the world right now. So it is still we should be looking at how we're pretty fortunate to be where we are and have the things that we have. The fact that we can even worry about going out to get toilet paper or whatever, um, we're better off than most. So yeah, just try to stay sane, keep in touch with your loved ones, and we'll get through it eventually. Look at that secret, sweetie, coming in on coming in at the last minute. Minute, <laughs> last minute. Well, you know, like I like to say, when the henny's in the system, uh, when two voodoo ranger american haze ipas or whatever they are are in the system you know the real me comes out the not so secret sweetie that's a good place to end it on being a secret sweetie not so secret sweetie get out there be sweet to everybody we'll all get through this together uh one way or another if you'd like to be on the show which now we're gonna make lots of time if you'd like to be on Email bffancast at gmail.com. I will actually check it regularly now so that we can get more people on different groups every week like we used to. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at bffleaselowry. Also, last minute shout out to Kenneth Ken Reed. Followed our show on Twitter last week. I Hopefully you said something nice about him last week. I have not listened yet. <laughs> Hello, Rafi. Where can we find you? You can find me tweeting for the live tweet with Jenna and Al today. By the time you hear this, you will have missed it. And if you want to be in contact with me, why not reach out via Instagram at RMCGS. That is Romeo, Mike, Charlie, Golf, Sierra. BFFs, you are the fucking best. 10-4, good buddy. Over and out. What will I do when you're gone? Who's gonna tell me the truth? Who's gonna finish the stories I start where you always do? When somebody knocks at the door, someone new walks in I will smile and shake their hands but you can't make old friends you can't make old, old friends you can't make old, old friends it was me and you since way back when you can't make old friends How will I sing when you're gone Cause it won't sound the same We'll join in on those